Welcome to Both Down, episode 84, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Coming to Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. Isn't that a song? Well, that was a commercial, <laughs> I mean, right? That's, that's, uh, that's a song now, I guess. Were there old commercial like they were trying to get people to go to Chicago back in the eighties? It sounds right. Yeah, it was like Chicago because my sister couldn't pronounce it well when she was a kid, and yeah. so she would say Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> and I would just die laughing. And I used to get in trouble by my grandmother. That makes sense. It was cool. So, so what's up, buddy? So who are we? We are both down. Okay. Did I say it all wrong? Again? And you are? No, we oh, just didn't. Who are we? Oh, I'm, I'm Scott Prime, and this is Steve Kilowagi Campbell. Okay, there we go. Is that what you wanted me to do? Yeah, just in case. Just in case. This Every is... once in a while, it's someone's first episode. That's right. And if you are on the first episode of this, in a weird way, this is like episode 100 yeah. in the feed because we've done 100 total episodes with all the specials and the 84 episodes of Both Down. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That is really cool. That is a long time. That's a lot of episodes, dude. And luckily, this will be the last time we have to mention it until we get to episode 100. Right. So, right. So there'll uh, be a like, year and a half. So later, we'll like, yeah, a year and a half will be like, welcome to episode 100 of Boat Down. Wow. But really, there's only 116. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so. so, really, that's like 2020, pretty much. Mm, depends. Sometimes we've been getting two in every now and then. That's true. Yeah. But. We're about on the pace of one a month. Just, I think we're just a little bit over. We're the most the consistent pace. podcast out there. I would say that, yeah, yeah, by about a weekish. You know, like comes out kind of the fifteenth, but yeah, sometimes we try it's for the fifteenth, and sometimes a or, few days early. Yeah, this one's early. <clears throat> this one is early, so you guys should be like traveling to Chaos Cup right now. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, if you're in America, right, and if you're not in America. Well, I don't know any non-North Americans who are coming this year. There should there should be a ton of people, but we can talk about that later. Okay. So, anything else going on Blood Bowl-wise? Today was the release of the Nurgle stuff. Just picked up the Nurgle stuff. Got to look through it a little bit before we started recording. I know. I can't wait to like read it all should and we, then talk about it. Did you see the star players? I saw there were some new star players. Yeah. One's a ball and a chain. Yeah, I saw that. And the other ones are really freaking good ball carrier is he a good ball carrier the two-headed yeah. dude two heads like two a hands goat guy yeah extra arms two heads but he's expensive he's really expensive but i mean he's good um the team i heard is like really easy to assemble yeah so those people who are like i don't want to glue a thumb on jeez i heard these are really easy and the more and more i look at them the more i like them like I, i'm really close to maybe just buying and having another nurgle team. i really like the bloaters is that I the like fat the, guys yeah yeah. I like the rotters. I, I, the the pestigors, they're interesting, but I would rather just get a box of chaos and use the old beast coins. I think Beastman. So within with the box set, you you got the box set, right? Yeah. You got with you? So really the only thing you need is extra pestigors, right? You need two more? Yeah, we got four blo four bloaters. Okay, that's the Five, old Nurgle seven Warriors. Rodders. Seven rotters. No, six. Excuse six me. It's like, how did you get seven? And then two Pestigors. Okay, so really, kind of, you only need like two more Pestigors. So yeah. maybe that's where you get some extra... And if you haven't... There's not really any reason to buy two Chaos Boxes, though. No. Unless you do a lot of mutations. But you could kind of mix and match, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You could just 
For the other two, you could have some normal looking ones, and then you could have these weird ones. They look like people that got in like a car wreck, and they got mangled, and they healed in that position. Well, yeah. like, like I'm going to teleport this human, this diseased human, with a deer. And then they get mangled up in the teleporter. And they yeah, come so out. it's like a really weird version of the fly. Yes. Where Jeff Goldblum doesn't see the deer in the machine (laughs) and turns it on (laughs) he shoots the fly out and then he goes and hits the button because he doesn't hear the deer and then he's like oh now mutated and yeah yeah that's what it kind of looks like that would be kind of a good movie the deer the deer (laughs) uh good stuff uh but i think they look pretty cool the we i know we're going to talk about this all next month yeah we'll do that but I really like the Nurgle dice. Yeah. Have you opened them up and looked at them? I have not. They're like clearish, snottish green. Yeah. With that orange on them, and I kind of dig that. And they're nice and easy to read, which is always good. They're very easy to read. They're probably my second favorite new dice now. Because I really like the purple ones. Oh, yeah. The dark Those are nice. ones. But I'm a purple guy. I like purple. Okay. I like purple. I like purples. I like purple. Um, so we haven't read or seen all that. Did you get the field too? Yes, I got the pitch. Okay, I'm kind of interested. I, hope I haven't you, opened it yet. I hope you open it so I can see what it looks like. I, I want to live vicariously through you. I understand. Um, oh, they did release today that they're going to be doing an anthology of all the Blood Bowl one-shot, the E short stories. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. So there's short stories out there of Blood Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, we never actually went out and bought them or anything because we're cheap and... Okay. Don't, I don't read stuff. But it's not going to be in like a paperback. No, it'll be paperback. Oh, is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, it's actually going to come out printed through okay. the Black I, Library. I skimmed over it. I believe. It didn't, I thought it, it didn't was give a, a price. E-book. It didn't give a... Well, it had a mock-up of a physical copy. So okay, I, I didn't see that. So, yeah. okay. I did not pay attention that close. Well, that would be really cool. Yeah, because I've been wanting to read them. I just don't read much online. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's because I'm old yeah. or both. You've read, you have like an Amazon. I have a Kindle. Kindle thing. Yeah, but I don't know how to get other stuff onto it. And it's one of those things, I really like it, but also I don't use it much. Because you prefer to have a real book in your hand. I mean, recently I've been reading um, the Dresden Files. Uh Uh-huh. And I just buy them used and read them that way. Look at you. I'm proud of you, buddy. For reading? Yeah, using your noodle, keeping it sharp. I try. I mean, now you live alone and you don't have anybody to talk to ever, so like, I don't want you to go insane. I want you to keep, stay sharp. I have a lot of people to talk to. I mean, once and some like, of them are real. Once like a big war breaks out and they kill everybody that's meaningful, you're like, you'll be the only guy left in this neighborhood. I'll take that as an insult, but <laughs> I will like it because I'm still alive. They're like, did you clear the houses? We got all the families in chains. We're gonna take them. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like um, what was that movie? Avenge me. Oh, warriors. No, no, not warriors. Jeez. Red Dawn. Red it's gonna Dawn, be like yeah. Red Dawn stuff, and then they're gonna forget you, and then they're so, gonna have a scene where you like listening to some Fat Boy Slim or some Moby and stuff, and you're gonna be like dancing around the neighborhood and other people's clothes and going to people's kitchen. You live in this neighborhood the rest of your life. I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Do I still have internet? Of course. Okay, then, This yeah. is like one of those weird John Hughes movies where everything's yeah. shut down, but you still have like night electricity of, and Night stuff. of the Comet. Yeah. You know, only two girls left, but yeah, everything works. Yeah. And then Chakotay shows up. Yeah, exactly. 
just like that. Makes sense. It's going to work so well that you're even going to continue to walk over to this Best Buy bar house Mm -hmm. and get new movies every now and then and slowly work your way through them. So I was thinking, uh, I went to Texas this weekend to pick up a car for our Chaos Cup trick. And porn. No. No need. It's on the internet. And it's free. (laughs) But my buddy Vin and I were talking and... I was thinking of like doing a modern rehashing of a Twilight Zone episode, but for nerds. Okay. So you've got a guy who wants nothing more than just to play a ton of role-playing games, but he can't find the time. You know, his friends are busy. He's busy. You know, he's spending too much time at his job. And then the calamity happens, and there's only like so many people left. So he goes home, and his friends are there. And he's going to play role-playing games for the rest of his life, and then they disappear. Then he's like, there was time now. There was time. Oh, that'd poor, be sad. Poor Burgess Meredith. Yeah, that that made me sad. See? To just redo Twilight Zone episodes as geeks. Okay, I'm down with that. It'd be fun. Well, this is a great long beginning. Yep. Not much Blood Bowl related, except so, all the stuff that was. Right. All the Blood Bowl talk. Mm-hmm. So... What are we going to talk about today, Steve? We are going to keep it short. I think we teased three segments last time, but we're only going to do two. We're no, because s- I'd rather save the other one so we can talk more in depth about it. Yeah, we're and, trying to get this and out. And to be truthful, you didn't read the article. so. Well, did you? I did a couple weeks ago. Same here. Do you remember <laughs> anything about it? Not as much as I should. <laughs> exactly. So it'd be a disservice. Besides, we, we kind of want to talk about this other thing now. So like, Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about Blitz Bowl and then our rosters for Chaos Cup and our yes. plans. Yes, yes, and and just, apparently Dan, Daniel Murphy is going to show up. <laughs> Who's that? Damn it! Apparently Daniel Bryan is going to show up. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Did you call him Daniel Murphy? Yes. <laughs> See, I said it again, so you couldn't edit out the I first tried. time. <laughs> He's a Chicago Cubs new <clears throat> second baseman. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, buddy. What happened to the other guy? Well, the new guy is a really, really, really good hitter. So and who... Addison Russell, yeah. Oh, has he gone down? No, he's still there. It's just... Where's Javi at? Javi's short. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not so getting rid of Javi. What about Addison Russell? He's not playing? He platoons. Okay. So like he can be put in whenever they need defense or something. All right. Well, dude, this is not the Chicago Cubs uh, podcast. This is about Blood Bowl. No, I tried not to talk about it, but you brought it back up. This is the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Yeah. The number one. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Soon to be the number one Blitz Bowl podcast. Yeah. We're so, going to do nothing but Blitz Bowl from here on out. Um, I would say the reason why we bumped a segment is because we enjoyed Blitz Bowl a lot. But we'll be back with some Blitz Bowl. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at wizardsnorman.com. First up, we are going to be talking about the new game from GW that is only available in the U.S., Canada and Germany and maybe not Canada. (laughs) 
I heard on Facebook somebody said they picked up a copy from GameStop. Is that possible? Yeah. In Germany. In Germany. Yes. Okay. Because I called GameStop today. No. The- so, number one, it sold out everywhere. You can't yeah. buy it online right now. You can. It just came back in stock today because I went to look. Um, it limits you to buying only two copies. Okay. So, I was about to tell my story. Okay, go ahead. Because as of last night, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Barnes & Noble today since I was at Wizards helping build some bookshelves. And I thought, I'll just go over there. Maybe by some weird chance I got one copy in somewhere in the back. And I had the guy look it up. And, of course, he said he couldn't find it. He couldn't find it and couldn't find it. And then he finally was like, he acted like he was searching Oh, I'll try this one area for you. But then... So he went on the website? So he <laughs> clicked on the se- section that said games and toys. And it came right up. Okay. Oh, I guess so. He's like, well, we're out of stock right now and our distributor's out of stock. And I was like, well, what does that three mean? Because it said three ordered. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, well, I guess we're getting three in. And I was Jeez. like, well, why don't you put me down for one? And when it comes in, I'll buy it from you. He's like, okay. So, I don't know what that means. I don't know if I'm going to wait two months, hmm. if I'm going to wait two weeks. As far as I've known, I in America at least, we've only seen them online. Yeah, so that's why I don't know. In Germany, I know that it's been picked up, like I said, at GameStop and then another store. So, I know a couple of people in Germany have picked it up. Nobody in Canada, to my knowledge. And I don't know where it would be because they don't have Barnes & Nobles. Well, there. here's the thing. It makes no sense. Well, already I know it does make no sense that it's not sold everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like everybody would buy one of these no matter what. Yeah, it seems like a nice... And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to have a nice game that you can put on the shelf at a regular store and people will pick up. So instead of maybe bitching about their dis- dis- distribution plan, yeah, maybe we should just talk about the game. Yeah, okay. So if you want Blood Bowl Light in a box... I would say you're not going to get it. No. They've pretty much, in the fluff of Blitz Bowl, mentioned how they are trying out for regular Blood Bowl. So your job as one of these tryouts is to show off and show that you're useful enough to be put on the regular squad. I've explained it to people like this is an NFL combine. Yes. Except you're with a team of your race. So if you're humans, you play with five other humans, mm-hmm. or you're the coach of these guys, of, of a team of six, or yeah. a team of orcs, or whatever. We haven't played the other races. And it is a board game, folks. Mm-hmm. If this was a board game where you were warriors in an arena, and you did crazy things like, okay, I'm going to try to throw my sword yeah. at your face... Because the crowd wants to see it to earn points, yeah. you could do that. Um, I guess we'll start. So you start off in your end zone. There's a smaller field. It is a one-on-one player, one-on-one game. Yeah, it's a two-player game. And you do have a choice of a lot of different teams, which is cool. Yeah, once you go over that So in the box, it comes with orcs and humans, chaos, skaven, dwarf, elf, goblin, and then, as of the new White Dwarf, Dark Elves. Right. So, it comes with all the player cards for those races. You only get the models for humans and orcs. Mm-hmm. You only need six models. Yeah. You could easily use your old stuff. Yeah. No question. I mean, that's what we did. Um, the game starts off. Everybody's in the end zone. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a ball randomly pops out of one of the trap doors on the field. And it depends on which side of the board. The board's two-sided. One side has one door. The other side has two. There's uh, monuments, like with morgue and yeah, like, big statues. Zug, like statues and stuff on there that are kind of like in the way. Mm-hmm. And then you shuffle this, you make a deck of cards. And the deck of cards is stuff like throw a long pass or score a touchdown, score a touchdown, injure somebody, make a block and knock somebody down. Anyways, you shuffle this deck, then you shuffle, you take another deck if you're playing the the real version of the game where it has like, what is it, what are they called? Ultimate endings or something like that. End game challenge. In-game challenges. Yeah, that's for more advanced games. So the cards are called challenge cards. You make a deck of those. You take the in-game challenges. You take so many of those. Six, I believe. And you put those on the very bottom. Yeah, so there's 24 regular cards, and then you put down six end-game cards if you're playing with them. Okay. So that gives you 30 turns, sort of. Right, and then you set out three cards, and these are like the achievements. They're the active challenges. And this is how you get points. You see what active challenges are out there. And sometimes sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's not so cool that like the same one is out there. Mm-hmm. Where it's it could be simple as if you've injured somebody or if you knock somebody down, take this card. It's worth one, two, three points. Mm-hmm. And your score goes up from that. So it's really like little achievements in in a board game. Oh, I just completed this with this action. So that's one way to score. If you score a touchdown, you also get three points. Yeah. At any point that you're um, 10 points, beating somebody by 10 points before the, what do they call in game challenges come out, yes. you win the game because you, it's like a, you skunked them victory. You know, yeah. like you blew them out. We don't want to see anymore. Move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can toggle the score back and forth and you can play till it all runs out. The deck of cards is basically your timer because. For any reason, if Steve takes a turn and he meets none of those challenges, the the one that's in the third slot just comes off the board and goes into the discard pile. Technically the one slot, but yeah. Is it the one slot? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we were playing it probably backwards then. No? Okay. Then I'm just wrong. Anyways, one of them slides off. The other slide down. You put a new card down. What's really neat, though, is if you meet the challenge you pick up the card you take the points and on the back of the card there's like an extra ability that you do and you you can keep up to a hand of three cards and these abilities like there are let's just say five cards five challenges that say hurt somebody and get to this card well they might all be the same on the front but all the little plays on the back are different right i mean and some of them are like they don't use all the Blood Bowl skills, but some of these cards are very fluffy towards it. Like, you might have a card that says accurate, and mm-hmm. you play this card before you perform a throw action, and it's automatically complete. And there's like a shadowing card, so if you push somebody, you can follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, or not push, but if you... If they do a sidestep action, yeah, if they, which we'll get to. Yeah, if they leave your square, then you can follow up. So the the back of the cards are very interesting, and you can always hold up to three of these. The ultimate uh, in-game challenges, or whatever they're called, in-game challenges. I want to call them ultimates. Yeah, the end-game challenge ones are really, really, really bad. They're... Not bad, bad, but I'm just saying... They're they're very wacky. They go swingy big time. And we'll explain that here in a second. Um, 
So the mechanics of the game is you have your team of six and you're, uh, you're limited to what actions you can take. And I'm trying to see if I have those actions. Okay. So here's the actions. You want me to go over them? Steve? Sure. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, I know I'm talking a lot here. No, it's fine. So you can make a run action. That means move the player a number of squares up to their move value. They cannot move adjacent to an opponent. So just like we do in real Blood Bowl where we use the tackle zones to make a cage and stuff so it's hard for people to dodge through, this run action, you can't get near anybody. You have right. to take a wide angle. Um, and you really, if you could play this game and not even think about old Blood Bowl, you're going to be better off. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think if you the hardest part is just turning your brain off and go, you know, oh, I can't do that. Right. And so you think, well, then how the hell do I move next to somebody? Well, I'll tell you, there's a called a mark action where you can move two squares. And again, you have to turn your brain off from old blood bowl. You can move two squares any direction through three tackle zones. If you want, mm -hmm. you just have to end your movement next to a player. And then you have um, a throw action um, the player carrying the ball can throw the ball. It's just throwing it. It's not moving and throwing. Right. It's just throwing the ball. And those are actions that a standing player can do. Right. And you pick up the ball when you move on to it, unless it's in a tackle zone. Right. There's no picking up the ball. It's just got to be in an open square with nobody next yeah, to you, it. You do a run action, you get it. Um, now, interestingly, a thrower, their special skills allow them to pick up the ball in traffic or on a mark action. Or a sidestep action, any of that. Which kind of is like having sure hands. Yeah, kind I mean, of. So it kind of works out really cool. If you're next to somebody, you can do a, bl uh, a block action. And that means you throw the block dice. And we'll get into what how the block dice are different now. Yeah. The only other action you can do when you're next to somebody or marked is a sidestep action where you move into an open square. And it has to be an open square. There's yep. no roll. You just move. Mm -hmm. And then, like Steve said, he had a card that could shadow. So, like, I would move away from him using one of my actions, and he put this card down, and he followed up so I couldn't break away. He gave me a free mark action, and then, oh, wait, was a free sidestep? It's a, it's a called a mark action. You can Yeah, but then you played a card that... Gave you a free block uh, well, after that. Yeah, we had a different card interactions there yeah. after that. Um, if you're a prone player, one of your actions is is to stand up. That's the only thing you can do. That's it. There's no other movements. Like That is one action. Uh, the last thing you can do is um, take a player from the dugout and place them on the field. Mm -hmm. So if you think of Blood Bowl, you want to blitz the ball carrier. So you... In Blood Bowl, you just say, I'm going to take a blitz action. You move up, you hit, and you keep moving. In Blitz Bowl, you have to take that one player, especially if he's like five spaces away. Yeah. And you have to use a run action to run to an open square that's like one away from the runner, but the guy with the ball. Then you have to do a mark action so you can move into his tackle zone. And then you have to do a block action to try to hit the guy down. And so that's three actions, and you can only do three actions per turn. So what's interesting is you can only do three actions per turn. You can activate three different guys or put all those actions onto the one guy. What the one thing you cannot do is you can't have a player do a run action and then another run action and then another run action. You, you can't, can't duplicate anything. You can't do duplicate actions. You can have all three of your players take run actions, 
You could have all three of your players take block actions if they started off next to somebody. Mm -hmm. But you can't have them do the same action twice. It's very interesting. And you might think, like, well, that doesn't sound so fun. This game's actually pretty dang fun once you start getting playing right. Yeah, I actually had high hopes for it after seeing it and seeing how it was played. And it's 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 really fun. I want to play the other races. We found ourselves racking our brains a little bit more than we <laughs> thought we would, to be honest with you. Because we really expected like, it, that crunch game. Yeah, you, you know? really want four actions. Every turn, it's like, oh, if I just had four actions, I'd be fine. But nope. And like Steve was saying, the throwers had a skill where they could run up to next to somebody and pick up the ball. Yeah, that's it, it was deemed a run action as long as they didn't stop next to somebody. So they could go in and pick it up and then move on out, I think is how that was worded. Is that correct? Not at all. No? No, that has nothing to do with <clears throat> running. Oh, that was, was one of the cards. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, the, yeah, the thrower, to simulate their ball handling ability, they have an ability called ball handling. Which allows them to pick up the ball if it's during anything at all. So a run, a mark, a sidestep, or there's no way to do it on the stand-up, but whatever. Um, what's also interesting is all the players have only three um, attributes. They yeah. have a move, and that's how many spaces they can move. They have a throw, which is indicated all, everything is with 1d6. It's a skill check instead of trying to meet a certain number. Right, because like in current Blood Bowl, you measure and you go, I got three agility. Mm -hmm. It's a plus zero pass because it's short, so I need a four better. Yeah. You know, I have accurate, so I need a three. Yeah. With this, uh, so you have you have move, and like this, I'm looking at a Black Orc blocker. He has four movement. His throwing ability, no matter where he throws it, is a five plus. Now, there are modifications, and it's interesting. Like, you can get a negative one if it's long. There's only short and long on mm -hmm. this, and it's really just, what what would you say, quick and short, probably? Mm. I think it's about equivalent. Yeah, I'd say something like that. And then you get a minus one if you throw through a statue, and then you get a minus one if you're throwing to a guy that is marked. Right. Because there's no catch roll. It is just the throw to see if it's accurate. And just like regular Blood Bowl, a one is ultimate failure and a six is ultimate success. Mm -hmm. uh, the next attribute you have is an armor. And this is the most different from the regular Blood Bowl. You still roll 1d6 on this. And like the Black Orc blocker has an armor 2+. plus. So if this guy gets hit down, the only way this guy gets hurt is if I roll a one. Right, because you're looking for a 2+. plus. Right. So if I roll the one, he gets hurt, and he just goes immediately to the reserves. He doesn't go to the stun box, or and he doesn't get stunned. There's no KOs and no right. serious injuries. You just get go right to the reserve box. Yep. A lot of different figures have different abilities. So say a Skaven lineman, his armor is 5 plus check. A dwarf is 2 plus, or a, a goblin, they're 6 plus. So almost if you hit a goblin, you're going to knock him off the pitch. Pretty more, more than likely, yeah. Um, so it's very interesting. I, I, what? Give me a human lineman. Isn't it like six? Oh, I have him over here. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. I got him here. So a human lineman is six movement, which is standard for humans. Throwing is a four plus, and an armor is a four plus. So fifty-fifty shots on all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. 
it feels weird rolling one dice, but at the same time, it's if you just think of this as a board game, a sports board game, instead of anything related to Blood Bowl, it works really well. Yeah, mechanically, it, it's very sound. And the three action only being limited to three actions really makes you think like, I have a whole bunch of guys in reserve. Do I need just use three reserve actions to get them out? That is one weird thing. It seems like anytime we get a guy in reserve, we don't bring him back. Now, we were both we also were playing wrong the first couple times we played. So one interesting thing is when you score a touchdown, the guy who scored the touchdown is carried out of the stadium on the shoulders of the fans and put back in your reserve box. Right. So should I go into the, how the block dice work? Oh, oh, we can talk about that. I mean, for example, the very first game we played, I played we played wrong because we didn't read that part. Mm-hmm. And so I had a guy who scored a touchdown, and then the ball popped up on that side of the field next to one of my guys. So I just scooped it up, and I threw it right to him, and he scored another touchdown. Yeah. And so I ended up actually beating Steve like 13-1 to 1 or something ridiculous. It was bad. It was a skunk, but we played wrong. Yeah. We figured out pretty quickly that that was wrong. It's like, this doesn't seem right. Oh, yeah. Duh. Right. So that's a really cool thing, too, because in one game, Steve was one square away from the end zone, and he could have scored. Mm-hmm. He would have got three points. But instead, he chose to do some of the uh, challenge was, cards, and he got four points instead. Yeah, there was two challenge cards on the, on the tray. On the, I don't know what you call it, the challenge tracker or whatever yep. there was. Three there, options. There were two challenge cards on the tracker, I guess. Um, both of them were the same, and both of them gave me two points if I marked three of your opponents. Right. So I end an action with three opponents marked. So instead of scoring the touchdown and getting three, and then that guy would vanish, and I'd have to get somebody down there, I decided to, to go ahead and take two by moving him up and marking two people, and then... Even if he knocks me down, the ball's still on that side of the pitch, so it's easier for me to score. Mm-hmm. And then when I took that, when I took that card on the back of it, it gave me an ability to do a fourth action. So then I did something else, and since I was again at the end of the action marking three people, I was able to take the other card, so I was able to do four points instead of three. And you can claim a card whenever you complete an action and you meet the criteria. Right. So in there's also a bonus thing that with all three of you, if every action you do, you complete a, you complete the if achievement you, to take a card. Yeah. If you take all three cards, don't you get a bonus? You get points? two points. Yeah. You get two bonus points. Mm-hmm. So we've never done it. Touchdowns are big, but the points are even bigger. Yeah. I mean, trying to get you, you want to get points every round if you can and we as gamers there was a few rounds where we were frustrated because it's like i can't get any of these right now mm-hmm. what do i do instead well i'm gonna try to screw steve because yeah, you i don't try want to him to up. get i don't want him to get any points so that was really neat so should we talk about the block dice now is totally yeah. different yeah they're, they're different but after playing the game they make sense oh they make so much yeah. sense so I'm going to start from what we deem worst to best. Right. In Blitz Bowl. So most of the time your dice are, it's, what'd you say? Pretty much everybody kind of has guard. Yes. Everybody essentially does. 
because whenever you're blocking and you have somebody there to assist you, you get to use two dice. It doesn't matter how many people they have. It's just a matter of if you have two people on the person you're trying trying to hit, then you get two dice. Yeah, it doesn't matter with tackle zones like it is in regular Blood Bowl. It's just like, I have two guys touching you, I get two dice. Mm-hmm. And you can never get three dice. So in the game, you get two block dice, a D6, and a D8. Right. Which kind of sucks because they're really cool looking. So and I, they're different colors. I, yeah. So I kind of want to get another set <laughs> just to finish do. it off. Well, I mean, I don't blame you. No, I mean, they're cool. <laughs> um, so the block dice. When you throw these, they're not... Remember, this is a board game. You don't fail something and your turn's completely over, like in right. Blood Bowl. Um, if you do the skull... It's just considered a miss. The target is unaffected. In addition, the blocking player cannot make any more actions. So let's say I had a guy next to me and I throw and I wanted to knock Steve's guy down so then I could take a run action, pick up the ball, and walk in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I roll a skull. Well, I'm not down, but at the same time, I can't do any more actions with that guy. Yeah. And it really sucks. And it comes up more than you think. <laughs> it's really interesting, too, because it changes the whole way you play. Um, so the what we're accustomed to in Blood Bowl, the b- both down symbol, the skull and the pow, is now called a tackle. If you roll this one, the target is knocked down. But in addition, the blocking player cannot make any more uh, actions this turn. So it's just like the miss. So when you see the skull... That player is done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it, I mean, makes really board game sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, the push is called a shove. If possible, the target is pushed back one square directly away from the blocking player who can choose to move into the square that the opponent left. Yeah, on this uh, one, it's not like regular Blood Bowl <clears throat> where you get to choose three, one of the three squares. No, it's exactly opposite. Yes, which is also neat because you can push them into a wall or statue right if you push them into a wall if they have to make an armor check just like how we used to do at the alcorn cup Mm -hmm. so they have to make an armor check and if they fail they go down right and you can push people onto trap doors because that's where the balls come out and if you score and a ball pops out they're gone yeah because they fall through the trap door before they throw the ball through Mm -hmm. so it's kind of neat um a what we call an open star or a pal, you know, the ultimate thing that knocks down a blodger, the the pal. Yeah. Um, they call that a smash. The target is knocked down. So it's still good. But they've changed the symbol. The crunch symbol is what they call this, or what we call the dodge star or the exclamation point. Defender or, stumbles. Or defender stumbles. Um, they call it crunch. The target is knocked down. When the armor check is made, subtract one from the result. Yeah. So Steve rolls a, a crunch symbol, uh, defender stumbles, and I have my lineman, and you know I roll uh, a four, which would normally save him. I minus one from that, turns into a three. That guy's off the pitch. Yeah, and it's really neat, too, because the black orc on the orc team, he subtracts one as well. So if he hits you with that, then it's a minus two to your armor. Right. Because he's a big brute. Yeah, didn't he have this special ability where he can throw two dice? Because mm-hmm. he's so big. Yeah, right. he always throws two dice. Um, like, for example, the, the a blitzer, they have a... Off- is it the blitzer offensive specialists? Is that what they're called? Is yeah. that what it is on the human team? Yeah, that's, okay. That's a skill that's on all 
blitzers, but it seems like. So whenever this player makes a block action, their coach can choose to re-roll the block dice. Mm-hmm. And it's one dice most of the time, but it's pretty damn helpful. I yeah. mean, you really still prioritize the blitzer more than the lineman because of that, you yeah. know? So They all have their own abilities. Uh, for example, also the catcher, he has ability, catcher instinct. If this player catches a thrown ball, not a handoff, because you can do handoffs, um, roll a D6. This player then can make a free run action up to that many squares. Mm-hmm. Don't think that's a big deal? It is. It really helps you break away and then either like clear to get open space or if you have one more action after that, you can make another run action because this one was free. Right. There's a lot of interesting rules. For the most part, everybody seems to kind of match the same. But like, let's just take Beastman Runner for example. He's six four three, so six move, four throw, three armor. But he has headbutt. If this player makes a mark action and they have already made a run action this turn, they can immediately make a free block. So it's oh, kind of like a that's blitz. That's awesome. Yeah. So that kind of represents their horns mm-hmm. that we have. That's neat. And then the blocker for chaos, their five movement, four throw, three armor, but they're indomitable. This player cannot be knocked down. If they would be, make an armor check for them. If it is passed, they remain standing. If it is failed, they're injured. Let me see that. Is that for like the Chaos Warriors? Yeah. Dude, we got to play with some of these other teams. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, we've played a few games with the humans and orcs, and they're decently similar enough that you get the idea of the game. But the different teams are kind of neat. We need to really try them. For sure. Um, One neat thing that is in here that we didn't talk about is they have a set of drills so when you're learning the game you can go through the drills it tells you how to set up and how to move and what to do and it helps you learn the game faster a lot easier so like if you're sitting down by yourself you could walk through them yeah and explains everything on the back and i think there's yeah i didn't even there's seven drills so i didn't even know those existed until you you told me about it Right before we started recording, so... Yeah, it's really nice. So the game comes with all the teams except for the the Dark Elves, which is in the latest White Dwarf magazine. Yeah, and again, just the cards, not the actual figures. And on the back of that White Dwarf magazine, there was an advertisement for Blitz Bowl. Mm -hmm. And it talks in the package how it's exclusive for Barnes & Noble. So I think, don't panic, this game will eventually be out everywhere, probably. Or at least... I don't know. Not everywhere. It will be in stock where everybody can be able to get it in some form. And I have made the offer to people that if you would like me to ship you a game, just let me know. It's not going to be cheap. The game itself, 45 bucks. For 45 bucks, this isn't bad. So it's comparable. But shipping it to most places, like I think I'm sending one to Sweden, it's 35 bucks. Okay. So shipping is not going to cheap. Okay. Well, I mean, but if I'm they happy really to do want it. it. Yeah. I would say if you love Blood Bowl, but you don't play board games regularly, you you don't want this. If Or another example would be is if you... I don't know. If you liked the, the Blood Bowl card game. Yeah. Because it was Blood Bowl-y. Yeah. But it's not real Blood Bowl. If you like that as a board game, you will probably like this. Now, these games typically take... 30, 40 minutes at most. We played, okay, we played the first game. It was a skunk. Yeah. We played the second game. We made it all the way through. 
It was about midway through that game we figured out that you needed to take the players off after they score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. We decided to keep playing the way we did just to see what it was like. Um, Steve won that one. And then we played another game, which Steve had won. I, I should have won. <laughs> what those, happened is... is man, it, those it, end game ones. We Ooh. had an end game challenge that came up that it said, like, if you can't take a card, if you do complete no challenges this action take this one and i picked it up and it told me the field was reversed meaning my end zone now was steve end zone and vice versa i was closer to his end zone yeah so he just oh okay it was a a total game switch um and then um and then i got another card almost the same way that gave me an extra two actions i believe mm -hmm. which i mean it was really fun it felt blood bully because it had artwork with like the goblin ref going, Nope, you go this way, yeah. you go this way and like him him not watching the timer or something like that. So And I would say if you want a more balanced game, you definitely don't use the end game stuff. No, 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 no. The end game stuff is fun and it's it's there for, you know, you just having a good time. But if you get beat, it's not because yeah. maybe bad strategy, it's just cause it's like a board game where yeah. you have a deck of cards the game went and crazy. you have random stuff happen. That's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. And it, it really it really is a board game. So just remember that. Don't expect it to be Blood Bowl because it's not. You really care more about achieving these challenge cards, even if it feels stupid. There's a challenge card that says make three run actions. You get like one or two points. Yeah. So Steve's like, well, screw it. <laughs> He moved his orcs all out and just ran. At and it kind of gives you just an excuse to do it, too. <laughs> right. But it's good to get points every time. Yeah. Um, you're not, I mean, I guess you could have a league with this, but nobody really ever skills I up. Don't I think know it would how. be fun to do it. Yeah. And I would be game just because these are light. I don't know about a league, but like if you wanted to do a small tournament. Sure. So, like, instead of doing sevens the night before a tournament that most people seem to do, right? Now, you could maybe do you this. could do this as and a tournament. Probably even be even faster. Mm-hmm. And they, and you can just play whatever team you want. Actually, you could bring all the teams and just randomize, give yeah. them out to people. You know. And that's another thing. You have, <clears throat> let's say, you just have extra players. Okay, now you can use your extra players for this team or for this game. Right. For sure. Um, I definitely want to get a copy of it, and I was going to get a copy either way. To yeah. be truthful, but I want to get a copy now, and my kids might never play real Blood Bowl with me, but I think I could get them to play this. And I don't think this is really going to bring anybody from the regular board game world into Blood Bowl. No. But what it does, it does get the name out there, and if they like the fluff of it or the idea of it, and they look into it more, then it might bring them into it somehow. Yeah, because it... I mean, it opens people up to like, oh, this is a thing. This is kind of neat. Oh, there's a computer game of this. Oh, oh, wait, there's a board game. Right of this? now, I can see them going from yeah. this to the computer game to then maybe tabletop. Yeah. Um, yeah, they talk about the crush everywhere. I mean, it's on the field and stuff, too. So if you're not familiar, back in the day in second edition, they talked about the crush, which is like the draft. Mm-hmm. And that's where there was a door and you had to fight your way through the door to go and whoever came out of the door first, you know, was picked up by whichever team that was there signing players, basically. Hmm. As if I remember correctly, right. somebody could correct me if I'm wrong on that, but that's why it was called the crush. 
because everybody was fighting to get through that door and everything. So this is what this is about. This is, it's like an NFL training camp. Yeah. And it also, it, it expands the universe of Blood Bowl in a way. Yes. Because this is like pre-making your team, you can do this. Right. So, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, this is like going to the NFL and, you know, Dungeon Bowl is always supposed to be like the College of Magic. Like right. College Ball. That's how I always wanted it to be. So I'm hopeful that maybe we even see a new Dungeon Bowl a couple years down the line. I would be very happy with that if it kept... <laughs> If it kept most of the old stuff and just well, I mean, if you think about a lot of the components GW has in like um, the what is it Warhammer Quest Silver Tower and yeah. stuff like that, they could do some really cool dungeon stuff, tiles and stuff. Yeah, they could. And really, they could they could stick with this model where they only put six figures in there and let you expand more if you want. Yeah, especially because you know what they need to do is get boosters out for things. But um, Dungeon Bowl was all mixed race teams, anyways, mm-hmm. so you could really expand on stuff like that. But very happy with it. You were telling me last night that James Hewitt did this. Is yeah. that correct? This was like one of his freelance projects after believe, he left the company. I believe so. Yeah. Well, he did a good job. Yeah, we might need to get him on, have him talk about it, and maybe we're wrong, but it, it's really neat. I would love to play it some more. I like that it's fast. Um, did we struggle once in that last game about any rules? Not in the last game, no. We the struggled more fine. that we didn't have enough actions. <laughs> we struggled uh, psychologically, like, oh, man, what am I going to do? There was times where I had no clue, like, the best move to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in regular Blood Bowl, you know the best move to do, but you go, like, I know this is stupid. I'm doing it anyways. And this one, I was like, what the hell do I do? And I do also like that this is Blood Bowl, but it's not. Right. So... Playing this, like, no offense to Mark or anyone who likes to do the sevens tournaments before a big tournament well, or something. Me and you both have said we've never had any interest in sevens. Never. Even Street when, Bowl, when Johnny and any those guys were doing, like, Little's Lurp, where that was, yeah. like, I think that was still sevens and stuff like yeah. that back in the day. We've never had interest in it. It's like, why wouldn't you just play regular Yeah, let's play regular bowl. But at least this is different enough that I could see playing this. Sure. You know, just bust it out. And it's a lot easier to bust out and play this than it is the, the card game. Are you taking this to Chaos Cope? Yeah. You are going to take it out? Mm-hmm. I think you'll have people want to really play it. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, I think you'll be fairly popular in teaching this quite a few times. Ugh. So I'll have to <laughs> teach Michael Lewis, who then can teach other people. <laughs> exactly. Sounds like a good idea. See? So you can do that mm-hmm. on Thursday. You guys can leave the hotel room on Thursday night when we go down. No, not Thursday night. What? Wednesday night, we're going to be driving, and me and Jennifer had to share a hotel room with you and Michael Lewis. Okay. You and Michael Lewis could go down to the lobby, and you could teach him this game, and that'd be great for you two. You could just keep it in your pants one night, too. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Anyways, Blitz Bowl, I think, I can safe to say, double thumbs up for yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. I it, enjoy it a lot. And I didn't expect this to be that good. Right. I, I really did not. No, I I was hoping, like, when I saw the how, how it's played video and started reading about it, I'm like, this has a chance of actually being fun. Well, I remember thinking, like, we have to play it at least once mm-hmm. so we can review it. And I thought this was almost going to be like that phone app thing that you, or whatever game. Yeah. Not, not phone app. What was the thing? It was, like, it was an app. Crunch. Okay. Well, what do you one. mean? 
Death Zone. Death. I figured it's gonna be like Death Zone, where we're painstakingly disappointing. But <sighs> after I, I playing, reviewed that so poorly, we did. We got one entry. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't blame people. Um, I really expected it to be like this, and I was like, I guess we have to play it. And then I was like, This is really fun. Mm-hmm. This is really fun. This is really fun. So, yeah. all, all about it. It's neat. I enjoyed it. It's pretty, and there was times where I just said, screw it, I need a six. (laughs) And then, like, I threw a long pass and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. But um, very neat. If you're a board gamer, if you have a wife that plays board games with you but not Blood Bowl, try this. Because if you can explain it, like, don't even act like it's Blood Bowl. You know, you want to achieve these points. You want to do this. Person with the high score wins. Mm -hmm. You might get get her into it. Yeah. So. Good job, Steve. Okay, cool. I wish I owned this already, but you are, you will do. Cause I you beat ha- you to the punch. Yeah, how'd you get it so quick? Someone posted that they got theirs in. I'm like, oh, it's already ready for order? So I ordered it. Oh, well. I got it like good. two days later. Wow. You're the man. I try. All right. We will take a short break, and then we're going to be back to talk some Chaos Cop. All right. We're going to talk some Chaos Cup, because that's what you guys are traveling to right now. The biggest Chaos Cup in the history of Chaos Cups. In theory. It looks like, yeah. So if far. everybody shows up. If everybody shows up and then extra people show up. Supposedly 91 people pre-signed up. That was 94. Well, I thought it was I 84 been, and then the oh, final was 91. Yeah, that's what it was. And in theory, every year there's at least 10 or more people that show up. We know Chance and Drew haven't done anything yet. Drew probably signed up, but Chance didn't. Chance you have never to send does. in your roster. Oh, so well, no, probably not. <laughs> so, in theory, if everybody shows up, even though we, as many turns, hey, that's a nice shirt, Steve. I just noticed your shirt. Oh, okay. It's a pop shirt of Batman Beyond. Yep, dude. It was clearance at GameStop for two bucks. Okay, never mind. There you go. Um, Can't fault a two dollar shirt. <clears throat> no. But we know running tournaments that it feels like about 10% drop out for some reason. Have a car flood. Things always happen. Your wife falls down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. They get pushed by the wife down the stairs. I don't think that one's happened yet. No. But there's always life happens. Yes. I'm getting at. Life uh, uh, finds a way. So... If that happens, that means there's going to be about 80 people there. But if there's like 20 people that show up. I ain't, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I don't, I don't know. know. We just never know. It's Chaos Cup. I know, but it would be really cool to break 100. That would be amazing. And at the same time, it's going to be very... <laughs> there's there's two... Tra- <laughs> I'd be really happy for them. I'd be happy to be a part of it. I'm happy that Jennifer's getting to go and maybe go to one of the biggest ones. It'd mm-hmm. be nice to see all the people we know and love that we enjoy seeing once a year. And at the same pe- time, I don't like big crowds, so I would have to deal with a big crowd. <laughs> and yet, I want everybody to come to my tournament. So yeah, I was just going to say, we, we need a big crowd at Oklahoma Bowl, so <laughs> just just do it there. You you get what I'm saying. I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's thank, a lot of people. Thank God I'm not running this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stress behind that many rosters. Although I'll say that we've checked. It is just one day yeah. or one roster. Right. We've checked We've checked out more rosters than they have. And really you. You you do all the checking. And not very well. But anyways. Dude, for as many as we get. <laughs> well, that's what was true. it? 75 and then. No, uh, what? 
we got sixty and like fifty something. Yeah, so like over, so it was yeah. definitely over hundred last year. Yeah, but um, I don't know. This would be really cool if we get that many. People. Yeah, it would. And and really, we should get that many for a major in America mm-hmm. once a year. Yeah, people you would that, think if you're gonna go. I guess there's a bunch of people from Florida going. Yep. And I don't know if it's a bunch of people or just a lot of the Vegas groups going. I think there's North a lot of Virginia's or is it Virginia area where Virginia's Nate coming? Area? Yeah, Beam, okay. Beam, Beam Nate Ball. Yeah, they're all coming. I think English Chris. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, it could be huge. I mean, yeah. like, um, anyways, it's pretty dang cool. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard it. Is any of the Texas guys going? Because I haven't heard any. To my knowledge. I don't know if Matt McMahon or Tim Haar, any of those guys are going. I don't think so. Which is odd, but it's a long trip. So It's, it's a very and long trip for them. Anybody who says they can't go every year, I totally understand. I oh, still, yeah. I still don't know how we've made it. What, this is our sixth year? <sighs> seventh. Have to, have to be. Seventh? Yeah, I'm, I'm really 11. shocked we haven't just skipped a year just by circumstance. We do our best. I know. And we appreciate people buying stuff from us at the shop to help us do our best. <laughs> well, for sure. That that helps a long way. Um, so if you're listening to this, I plan on having, before we go into our rosters yeah. and what we're playing, I plan on having some artwork from Death Path, which is very close to being complete. There's an unboxing video online. There is. And it's a bigger box than I expected. It's a big box. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have some artwork there for sale. It's... I'm not giving it away. I'm putting a price on it to, yeah, I want some money for my time. Mm-hmm. And if people don't like the prices, I totally understand. Um, yeah. And if you like the price, I'll hate selling it. And at the same time, I'll, I will. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll have some character, the character sketches with the pen and ink and everything complete. And Still need to get mine from you. I've sold some already. Good. And, um, or I'll. They haven't picked them up yet, so they're, they're going to pick them up at Chaos Cup. So I'm really happy about that, and I appreciate it. And at the same time, I'm like, they're it's weird because they're like your babies, man. You don't mm-hmm. want to sell them and get rid of them, but at the same time, it's like, well, if I'm going to have to act like an artist, I need to be an artist. So. Right. That's the next step is actually getting paid for your work. <clears throat> so uh, I will have those for sale if anybody saw a character. I gave the people who did the creative characters... Um, mm-hmm. I gave them first dibs at it. Um, they course. still have a few more days to reply and say like if they want something or not. But otherwise, it's free game. If somebody somebody has a bunch of money and they want to buy five character drawings from me, go for it. You know. So, and just um, like Pete Nifton, you're taking commissions. I could take commissions. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I, I I really should do that always. Yeah. I'm kind of like in a funk, man, with my art right now. I've been trying to draw and yeah. like I'm. St- being such a turd perfectionist, like I start something, and I'm like, "This is terrible." Yeah, we just need to get you to finish stuff. I think it's talking too much to Pete. I see all his stuff, and it, to me, it looks like crisp and professional. And then <laughs> I self judge myself. Yeah, but let's talk about some Chaos Cup rosters because some great things are going to be happening with me and you, right? I doubt me. Oh, that's but right. I can try. What you were gonna play didn't happen because I'm sorry. No, I, I was, forgot. Well, I was going to play corn. I should get be getting my corn team in shortly. But, but you don't have them in yet. You were going to take corn. Yeah. And then after looking at the roster for corn, 
Wow. You're probably happy you're not Yeah, them I'm not Chaos taking Cup. them to Chaos Cup. That is rough. <laughs> Six games is rough. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, like, you can't take all your positions, and so you just have a whole bunch of linemen. It's just, no. Yeah. So what are you taking? I am taking, I am taking Elf Union. So I'm going to be trying out, and technically the name is Dust Devil Tryouts. They are my tryout squad for the World Cup. Since okay. I'm taking elves to the World Cup. So is the rule similar enough that you can kind of play test them? Not really. Because okay. uh, at World Cup, I can get Jordel. And here, I don't have nearly that much money. So it's really just practicing with the Elf Union Pro Elf team. Yeah. So I'm taking two blitzers, two catchers, rest linemen. So I'm taking 14 people. Four, 12. Yeah. 12 I'm taking people. 12 people. Two re-rolls. I look on here and I screwed up i did you get an email that said your roster is approved yeah okay oh because i took seven and eight out okay yeah oh yeah because your numbers are funky yeah that's right but you have 12 people yeah taking 12 people and two re-rolls okay and then for my skills both blitzers get dodge uh, a catcher gets block and guard another catcher gets wrestle and dodge and then a lineman gets kick mm. So I'm trying to test out the catchers. I'm trying to just dodge away the blitzers, make sure I don't get hit as much, and then just get a little bit of that guard action in there. I like what you're doing. The only thing I would have done is I would have done dodge instead of block on that guard one. But, you know, do what you want, man. Yeah. You've got to try something to know something, so... I want him to stand there in case someone tries to hit him away. Right. And well, if you do the dodge right. guard, you dodge around and you get to the open square yeah. to help out. And you hopefully knock a guy off of him. That's true. This way you're protecting him a little bit. But that's, that's okay. You're fine. And also I liked it that I have block on one, wrestle on the other. Sure. There's, so that's just my thing. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm taking kick because I'm trying to get the ball in their backfield to be aggressive and go back and get it. Because well, that's what I do with Jordell. Sure. Well, it might work out for you. I don't expect to do well, but I'll have fun. You, I said, like... you said that at um, a Moracle Cup, and you did really well with them. I did. The whole again, that was Jordell. I mean, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. You still played. I'm just saying, Jordell's amazing. Well, he he is. So I'm not disagreeing with that. So yeah, it'll be fun. Very cool. Um. So you haven't played Bretonians or Corn yet, or is that correct? I have not. Okay. Not on tabletop. I've played both online, but very limited. Gotcha. And I don't have teams yet. They should both be coming in shortly. All right. Well, it's probably... <laughs> them not being here probably saved you, because you were going to for sure play Corn. Yeah. That's... Until you didn't get your team. Yeah, so. I'm, prob- I'm, I'm kind of really glad about that. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to complete playing the official unofficial 26 even though i've played 31 way back in the day um anyways i'm gonna earn my special crazy one patch or whatever junk you get for playing bretonians cool um i don't like the bretonian team i don't even know how we have it but nobody asked me so i'm just gonna go ahead and play it's a fun and team sure i get it but they're just more humans and i just i just don't want I don't want a Visigoth team, and I don't want the guys from the Sandcastle at World, and I don't want people from Nippon. I just, I just want humans. We have enough. Okay. 
We have enough humans. We have Norse. We have Amazons. We have regular humans. That's enough. What if these were all horse people? If these were all horse people? Yes. I would like that better. Okay. Well, they're all horse people. Okay. They're just called Bretonians. <laughs> all right. Uh, then I'm going to... I'm gonna enjoy the horse people. Okay, I get the. You can make. Ponies. I get. I get the fluff behind it. I yeah. do. It's just I don't think it's needed for another human team. But it's okay. You I'm, can play Kislev. <laughs> right, the circus team. I don't like that either. But whatever. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the flow. I'm gonna stop being a cranky old man. I'm gonna play them. We and, can make an Araby team. <laughs> well, exactly. They're not affected by sweltering heat. Neat. That would be nice. <laughs> Man, we should have brought that up. I forgot. I went to a tournament last weekend. Uh-huh. I did horribly. It was in Texas. It was fun. Had a great time. Great people. Did horribly. And I was playing dwarves. And one game, five of my people left the pitch from sweltering heat. And it just killed me. Wow, that's a lot. It's so... well. Then the last game I sent you a picture, I had oh, I six or it. seven people in knockout. Mm-hmm. My whole team has six skull. What the heck? Well, That's probably why I tried to forget it. <laughs> so my team, uh, the Bastion Dragon Slayers, I kept with them both down. I didn't really work really hard on this fluff, but I did find this team called, this land called Bastion or whatever. Yeah. On the map where like Bretonia is where they fight a lot of like monsters and stuff because the okay. kind of fluff behind it is yeah they're a bunch of knights and they do go dragon slaying and all this stuff so mm-hmm. that's why we're I was gonna do the Bastion Beast Slayers for like Blood Bowl but I was like eh, it's close to both down so I just did Dragon Slayers and okay whatever um, I did do some research to get some of the names and stuff but um so I'm doing four knights um. They're pretty awesome, actually, in theory. You know, they're seven, three, three, eight. They have block, catch, dauntless, all of them. So for my captain, I did dodge and leader, and then for another one, I did frenzy. Then for another, I did sure hands, and then for the fourth one, I did dodge. That's a nice mix of skills. Um, yeah, I kind of really like frenzy because you can catch somebody, or yeah. more than anything. I found Frenzy really helpful for, I don't know how to get to the ball carrier, or I don't know how to do this. Oh, if I place a guy here, and then make a block and push, I can shove this guy into this guy, and this guy into this guy. Oh, okay, yeah. And it just kind of breaks up a big clump of people. For sure. Um, And then I have four yeomen, uh, two of them, since they all have wrestle. um, I have two guards on those. And then I have five peasants. Who just come with Fend. And um, I have 13 players, dude. 13. You, that might actually... Okay, now that you actually did that, nobody will get hurt. Oh, I know. Like you take 11 or 12, and you're down people first turn. So I went with one team reroll and the leader. So I could have two rerolls. That's plenty. So I could get 12 players and not have to sacrifice any positionals. Yeah. Um, I did have a team apothecary. Which still might be, in theory, the better move. I went ahead and dropped the team Probably. apothecary. Yeah. So I could get another peasant. And then I, I put it on assistant coaches. I didn't know where else to put it. I didn't know if to do it on fan factor, or do it on cheerleading. Always so fan I'd, factor. I know you say that. Probably, in theory, I should have just tried it one tournament. Mm-hmm. Because I never do that. 
Um, I'll just write down how many coach results you get. I should. I really should. Like everything else. I really should like remind me, and I'll try to keep okay. track of that for real, yeah. just to see like, oh, I would have had plus two in three games versus mm-hmm. no assistant coach things. Sure. Um, my thinking was. You know, yeah, I could save somebody with a knockout, but it's never a guarantee, you know, on the on the apothecary saving somebody for the sure. The knockout it is. The knockout part is, yeah. but not the injury part. And I'd probably always save it for a night unless it was late in the game. Okay. So I was thinking with 13 guys, the way I've played lately, <laughs> I should have enough bench guys. But more than anything, if I run into a game where I don't, and let's say it's turn six in the first half and I'm in control of the ball and I have a full team of players and I luck out and knock one or two guys off the pitch. So mm-hmm. I'm in full control to go up one, nothing at halftime. If I have two guys sitting on that bench, I could start fouling. Maybe, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe knock some more, get momentum. Mm-hmm. And if I get called out, which most of the time I do, I still have guys on the bench to help m- myself out. I do know one thing that I th- might've mentioned this before, but it always frustrates me. It always frustrates me whenever I play a bashy team mm-hmm. and I go up against somebody who has 13 players. Mm-hmm. Those and two people sitting on the bench just makes me think I cannot do what I want. Right. Because I want to bring you down. I want to get a couple of injuries. And it doesn't matter. And I'm two not. injuries mean nothing. <laughs> right. Even if I take out good positional players, unless it's a Wood Elf team and I take out, you know, Ordanters. But short of that... Taking down two people, it just feels like I've accomplished nothing. Right. I agree. I've been in the yeah. same boat. You know, you see that Skaven team, and they go, oh, you have two bench players. Great. Yeah, exactly. So, in talking with Drew, Drew had a build with Zug actually on it, and it looked pretty awesome. Yeah. And I really wanted to play with that, what is it, the model that was unofficial with Zug holding the helmet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to play with that so bad. Yeah. But I was like, logically, I should just play without zug um then i worked up a build to play with dolph R. Longstride, <laughs> and i wanted to play with him so bad but then again uh, logic finally was like dude it's six games not four games mm-hmm. just save it for some other time yeah so i went ahead and didn't do dolph R. um i mean he's not great anyways no <laughs> so it was better to play with another knight instead of dolph R. um I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I've never played this team before. It's, what, four days before we leave? I'm not going to play this team before we play. So what models are you using? I'm going to use Chance's models. He's supposed oh, to bring okay. my team, and hopefully he won't be forgetful yeah. and <laughs> bring suck. my team. Otherwise, I'll be scrapping around. I'll I have to text Muller or something to bring a human team <laughs> to sub in. Um, buy him from Tom. <laughs> yeah, buy a team. <laughs> Instantly from Tom. Well, this dragon is a knight. Uh, this fairy is a knight. <laughs> exactly. This pumpkin guy is a knight. So I'm excited. Like, I was really trying to force the Zug thing. And then I was talking to Drew about it. Zug's was, a good model. I was like, it'd be so awesome to have that five strength just because I don't have any strength advantage. Mm-hmm. And Drew's like, dude, you have Dauntless on four, four guys. People. And I was like, oh, I should study the team more. <laughs> yeah, you go up against the Nurgle team. And you don't worry. Or an orc team. Right. All of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's where your guard would come in handy. So hopefully I can do okay. I don't expect to do well. I hope to. 
again, I would love to have four wins at some point at Chaos Cup, but if you asked me before going up there now, if you told me I went three wins, two losses, and a draw, I'd be really happy. I want to do top half. That's all I want. I don't know if I'll do it. I'd like to break the top ten one day. Oh. Just once. And <laughs> I, I, and I, yeah. I want to punch myself in the face for not doing that that very first year we went because mm-hmm. I wanted to stall one extra turn and I thought it was the right move. It may have been. It just didn't work out right. No, it wasn't because the guy I was playing didn't think he had a chance to score and would have gave up. Yeah, that's so weird. They don't seem to play like that anymore. Well, there's a lot of people that now will just not give up. That's yeah. for sure. But anyways, um, I don't... <laughs> I hate to say this. I'm looking forward more to Chaos Cup because Jennifer's going to get to go. And I get to do that with her and you and Michael and Drew and all those guys. And less about playing the Blood Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what it comes to. But that's just because we've done it so many times. Yeah, The Blood Bowl is the least fun part of it in some ways. And still fun. It's just, yeah. But I am looking forward to kind of playing a new team. I just hope I have fun and not get... I don't want to get pissed this trip. <laughs> I don't want to get pissed off. But I know by the time we sit down for game one, I'm yeah. going to be geared up in my head like, well, we're all zero and zero, so let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And then competitive Scott will come out. And then he'll be drunk Saturday night going, well, I'm two and two. Who cares? I could see that happen. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't want to beat myself up. How about that? I would like to play six good games and where I could walk away saying, I did what I could. That it, was wasn't, my... it wasn't me having brain problems yeah. strategy. It was just it didn't work That out. was me last year. Even taking... Um, who's the Minotaur guy? Uh, Grashnak. Even taking Grashnak last year. Wasn't that his name? Yeah. Blackhoof? Grashnak, Blackhoof. He's, he's not a great... It's not a great roster when I'm putting that much on a star player. Sure. But I did pretty well, and I gave good opponents good games. Right. That's all I care. Sure. And there were some games that just it I got destroyed, but still, right. I made I think, them. I think, think that's the main thing is I don't want to walk away from games going that was really stupid. That yeah. was really, I want I want to walk away from games saying you know, you know I played right. I just dice were against me. We shared dice. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can do. Yeah. So right. should be fun. I wonder if you know I don't know if I care about the patches really. I kind of want the patch, but then I, I don't do nothing with the patch. I don't care. But I'll it's, have my 26 after all this time. I don't even care about the 20s. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. trying to now play every team twice. So now I'll officially have every team played once. And then I'll, I think I only have like nine or 11 teams left to play Jeez. for the second time. Yeah, it, cool. it's hard picking teams. I just kind of go based on theme anymore. Well, you almost like to make a new team every time. Right? Yeah, I do. I just replay the same team. So maybe I should make a new Nurgle team with the new Nurgle team out. I haven't played them yet. so Yeah, that. But at the same time, I don't want to paint them. No, 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 no. <laughs> I really don't want to paint anything anymore. No. If, I just you... want to kidnap Dustin and just like make him work in my basement and paint all the time for me. Mm-hmm. It'd we be could, nice. We could capture like Extreme too and put them all in the basement. Him and Nathan. Them. Nathan and Extreme and Dustin and we could make them do like projects for us. I would like that. God, that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Dustin might do it for hugs. Yeah. 
I don't think Extreme's going to do that. Not for hugs, no. No. no, no. Nathan would do it for cats. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. I don't know. You think so? He likes cats. All cats? Everybody likes all cats. Maybe so. People who don't are lizard people. Okay. Don't lizard people eat cats? Exactly. Do lizard men eat cats? I don't know. And in case you're wondering... We need a cat team. I don't know what Michael's playing... We need a cat team because you bought like 800 cat miniatures <laughs> like seven years ago that you're hoping to use for something. Oh, yeah. They... So you need to make a team called the Keyslip Wildcats and just use those cats. See, I just gave you something. Look at the look on your face. You're so happy. Oh, wow. That is going to happen. Do you know what Michael's playing? That is going to happen. Do you know what Michael's playing? Not a clue. Okay. That is going to happen. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. That's awesome. Because <laughs> uh, they're cats. And they jump around. Or you can say wear cats. I mean, and there's the so many other things. You no, can but Slan's perfect because they yeah. can jump around. Exactly, Steve. I just helped wow. you out. You're getting that done. Another project for your like fifth Slan team. I only have two painted. <laughs> and how many unpainted? Two now. <laughs> well, yeah, two now. <laughs> um, and then I have the wizards that right. I won't do because I'd have to buy a whole bunch of wizards. Right. We don't know. You said we don't know what Michael's playing. Not a clue. Okay. If anybody cares, Jennifer's playing Lizardman. She's going with, I think, four block sources, a break tackle source, I think a guard source, and then a sure hand skink, which is pretty standard. No crocs? No crocs. She wanted to go with, she wanted a bench player. Yeah. Which, eh, who knows? Crocs and pro, man. Crocs and Pro, good. Get out of my face. Hey, it led to one of the best moments of Chaos Cup ever. I know. I wish it would have worked out for you. Man, that would have been Just like amazing. I wish I wouldn't have tripped in that study like, championship. Yours would have given you a, a trophy. Mine would have just been an amazing It would have been score. pretty damn legendary. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more legendary among us <laughs> yes. than me winning winning the trophy. Dodge out, pick up the ball in traffic, the most dodge unlikely out, play. go for it twice. You know that guy inside was going, please don't. <laughs> God, God, please don't help this guy. Pretty much every opponent I had that weekend hated my guts. <laughs> like, why are you dodging with Sorai? Why not? It's a 50-50. That makes no sense. <laughs> okay. I did it, so... <laughs> Well, it was a 33, right? Yeah, it's no. a five or six. Is it? Yeah, because they have a one. Oh, they do but have still, one. Yeah, it's still. 33%. Yeah. Anyways. I've made worse decisions. <laughs> you probably have. Yeah. So does that wrap us up for Chaos Cup? I, I think mean, so. Any big plans? Anything you're looking forward to? Oberweiss. Oberweiss. Always. Probably going to have to eat a lot of ice cream, that's for sure. I'm going to have to get some new chocolate milk because I can get another bottle. Dude. You going to do that? Keep all your extra dice in? Uh, I might because I really like that idea. It's really cool. But I'm scared one day that one of the kids will drop the dice and then like... But yeah. I don't know if that thing's going to break. That's solid. (laughs) It's pretty solid. And yeah, I could get like two jugs of that, wash them out really good, put the dice in there and not care. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I got so many freaking dice now. Yep. But they are cool though. Anywho, we can't wait to see you at Chaos Cup. If you're not coming to Chaos Cup, I'm sorry, but we will talk all about Chaos Cup and all our matchups and everything we did, every place we ate at, at the Chaos Cup special that will probably come out a week or a week and a half to two weeks after Chaos Cup. Somewhere around there. 
So uh, we will be back with some shout outs. It's 11 minutes past midnight, and we are still recording. Shout outs! And Scott is making my neighbors wonder what the heck I'm doing. You're shouting out! <laughs> so I like how you can't do voices for the podcast. Well, right. you can do that all the time. I can. Okay. I just feel weird. Voice actors, man. Yeah. That they can do weird things in front of people is kind of like... Yeah, just just go with it. I'm saying you have to probably have the brain for it. Yeah. I mean, it's like the porno stars. Go hump in front of about 10 people. That's, you either can do it or you can't. That's an apt analogy, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm I'm pretty sure that somebody doesn't start and like, eh. And then like three months later, they come up to their buddies and go, look what I can do now. <laughs> right? I mean, it's either you got it or you don't. I'm thinking Kathy LeGifford. <laughs> if they could see me now. Exactly. Like, Okay, I don't ever want that image in my head again. Oh. So for shout-outs, I do want to mention that I did go to the Carnage Cup in Fort Worth, Texas last weekend. And I want to give an appreciation to Y2K Comics and Kenny Hill for running it. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had 10 people. and That's not bad for a first tournament. No, not at all. And like I said, I did horribly. It was special rules to where you don't get called out for secret weapon unless you cause a casualty. And What now? So you don't get called out at ever? Your secret weapon does not get called out unless you cause a casualty. So Okay, so it's like, we don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. As long oh, as you're not now you hurt someone. somebody. Now you need yeah. to get out of here with that. Yeah, so I took both. Well, I took the cheap dwarf star players. Okay, so, so you took Barrett the bazooka guy. and Bazooka Boomer. Joe. Boomer. And then I took the Death Roller with Block and Guard. I think it's time for the Death Roller guy to have a name. That's a good idea. Don't you think? Yeah. And really... Or make a more expensive star player, Death Roller guy. Like the... That he's named Kenny something. Killdozer? Just something. Yeah. I, I just, and maybe he has one extra skill and he's I, more expensive. Can we just have Frenzy... Or multi-block. One of the two. <laughs> well, on that star player, you could. What the heck is a death roller when we can't frenzy? Well, you're going to have to earn that skill, buddy. You're going to have to get some MVPs. That's right. You can roster him, so I guess he could level up. But still, I did horribly. It was I got one win, two losses, and a tie. Okay. And well, that's because half your team got kicked out. Oh, no, they didn't unless they injured somebody. Yeah. Well, when oh. I fouled people, I got called out. Oh, you're not supposed to foul. You're not Tim Har. I know. Only he can do that over and over and not get called out. I know. That came up. Oh, okay. Well, I played Dean, who uh is an amazing player and Uh leading in scars and all that. And he was playing Wood Elves. I had one of his war dancers on the ground. How do I figure, like, I already know where this story's going. Fouled him four times in a row. Broke his armor every single time. No knockout. No casualty. Nothing. <laughs> I think I lost that game five to nothing. No, five to one. Oh. Or six to one. One of the two. Wow. Because I was staying in it. Then he got the ball from me. I was like, God dang it. So then I went down. I scored. And then he got the ball, scored. And then I was trying to stop him. 
And he just blew by me, picked up the ball and scored. I was like, damn it, I need to at least stop him. I'm just going to get the ball and move back to where I don't, you know, he's just going to have to come to me through tackle zones. Right. It's a blitz. <laughs> he's under the, half his team is under the ball. Right. And then I can't do anything. Right. It was, it was just so bad. And then the last game, I played against Chaos, and he had Claw Mighty Blow on his Warriors. Let me guess, it worked perfect. Never never worked once. Oh, it didn't. Okay. His Beast Men were the ones beating the crap out of me. <laughs> and that was the game that I had seven people in the knockout bin. <laughs> the Beast Men. No sense. It makes no sense. Well, so I'm hoping all that bad luck means that Chaos Cup will do well. Wow. Are we having a challenge against the three die block guys? Not to my knowledge. I mean, probably once we're there, like Katie will ask us, and we'll just go whatever. Well, I think technically, uh, skulls and ones will be there too. Oh, I kind of like it being our thing, but that's yeah. just because I don't want to get beat by like multiple. Podcasts. Well, also, I just don't. I'm, I'm not competitive like that. I'm not going to win. Well, none of us do. Yeah. We've always done this as like a a fun thing just to see. Yeah. I mean, even though we've beat them before, even though they don't like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're sore losers. They're mm. the ones who get competitive every year about it, not us. Exactly. We just go like, whatever, we'll do this for the kids. Mm-hmm. For the kids. For the kids. Kids like it. Do you have any shout outs? Um, a guy at work has started listening to us named Anthony Eccles. Wow. Um, he's not a gamer that I know of, but he has downloaded and subscribed and he's asking a lot of questions. And I'm sure by me saying his name on here, if he makes it this far, will make him really happy. Well, that's cool. <laughs> so uh, he asked me, to get, he goes, maybe you should talk about me. And I said, I'll shout you out next podcast. And he thought that was cool. That so, was nice of you. So he's he's very intrigued by all this and all this. Cra- he asked me in the hall, so what exactly is fluff? And we went <laughs> into it and we worked together for a couple of days. So shout out to Anthony Eccles. Um uh, we had some emails uh, from last episode. We appreciate all those responses. We had a lot of people to give good feedback about Pete. Yes. Um, so continue with those emails. If you missed out, we had Pete Nifton on last episode um, talking about he's the main artist for all the second edition stuff in addition to the stuff that he's doing for uh, the the Spike magazines and the the comic in the back three page comics so uh, great feedback on that so we we really do appreciate everybody um, anyways keep plugging along guys we really appreciate you I don't have anything directly else to say that I can remember okay but I also didn't check my notes like I should have before we podcast uh, we've had a few people actually enter the contest so. On iTunes, oh, we got Fumbled Coach Jeffro says five stars for the love of the fluff. My favorite Blood Bowl podcast. These gingers do Blood Bowl justice. Coming from a guy who grew up loving Blood Bowl since the days of second edition, these guys do it all right. They're fun, don't take themselves too seriously, and really are just in it for the love of the game. P.S. I miss Wilhelm Cheney. <laughs> we really should try to get... That butthole on this Halloween. I haven't even seen him in like two years. I know. But yeah, we should. We need well, to do another. I don't another, like Wilhelm Cheney. Screw him. We need to do another triple skulls. I think so. I, I mean, be, we didn't do that. We, right. You're saying we need to 
see if we can another. find another pod, uh, broadcast. Another broadcast of yeah. Triple Skulls. Okay. And then we got Mark Perry, a.k.a. Sin City Bowl. Uh, five stars. Love these guys. Looking for fluff and great arc work? Look no further. These two gingers put on a great show. I really love all the fluff. I give these guys great credit for Ricardo Ferminelli model being created. Yeah, you should give us all the credit for that. But Aside we didn't really create Ricardo Ferminelli. It was it's just the, the idea. Yeah. So it was like Jervis Johnson, maybe? I, I don't even know if he wrote those. Don't you know. Anyways, I bet he didn't write a lot of those. Oh, I, sure I would not. really it's like to know. Just, I should go back and look at the like all the writing credits. Because we geez. always just think Jervis did it all. Yeah, And of you course. know he didn't. No. And I'm sure a lot of people didn't even get credit. Uh, He continues with, The passion and desire for all things Blood Bowl is fantastic. Also, the side actual real-life stories give us a deep and personal touch to the podcast. Keep up the good work, guys. I always look forward to downloading when I get the notification on my phone. P.S. How does this not get a code to the Steam game? Bribes. LOL. So he wants wants one? Oh, he'll get one. Yeah. I mean. So he wants that Steam game. Yeah, if, if... He's like the only person who actually legit said he wants one. Cool. I saw a guy on Facebook say he loves the game. That's great. I messaged him. I'm like, look, I know this is going to sound weird, but if you really love the game, can you talk to me and explain to me why? Am I missing something? Like, I, I, I freely admit, I'm not a big computer gamer, so maybe so it's not that big a deal. did he talk to you? He didn't reply. It, it was because you sent him a picture of your penis, and the first, well, I'm sure that first post was that. And sure that the didn't second help. one was about the, the game. Yeah. Steve, I told you, you, it's not how you win people's heart over. I thought it was hard-ons. Oh, okay. Oh. Anyway. Um, finally, we did have some people who took us up on our offer to do some orders. Uh, we always have the shop up. We do appreciate that. We're trying to get money for the uh, increased listen- listenership, I guess, is the way of saying it. Okay. Or a guy's wanting money for the, 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 the podcast. <laughs> right. The hosting? Yep. Hosting. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's hosting fees and stuff. No big deal. Yes. We have to pay the man to keep everything up. Um, Damn the man. What do we... T- I haven't even really discussed this with you, so okay. if I throw this at you and you don't want to talk about it, you can always edit this out since you control the podcast. I thought I do. What are we taking all the Chaos Cup to sell? I have no idea. Whatever I have. Dyson. Are we taking shirts and stuff too? Um, have some shirts, 2X and 3X. I've got block dice still, the red and black. We've got the both down dice. I've got the cards from the last Nuffleween, Spiky Cup. Uh-huh. Got miscellaneous dice. I've got some Winter War tokens. I've got new fancy three three D printed balls. Um, That's cool. Is that those clear ones we mm-hmm. were using the other night? Yeah, I want to buy some from ourselves. Yeah, they're the uh, impact made them for me. Tom got them scaled up to thirty two millimeter, so they're for the oh. new size. Oh, when did you I, do this? You didn't tell me about you sneaky bastard. I did that a long time. Those uh. Before Spiky Cup. Oh, is that what those were? Okay. Yeah, we gave him. Maybe I should listen to you more. Probably. I just um, love you for your body. I understand that. That's yeah. easily understandable. Right. I'm into plump chicks. Not really a chick, but you, that's you're fine. Not a chick? No. You got boobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. Um. Yeah. Not sure what else, but we'll have stuff and. And like I said earlier, I'll have some art. 
Yep. You'll have ours. That. Now that's going to be sold separately than the store. Yeah. So you're going to have to come find me to get some art. Yep. And to take the art. But anyways. Um, somebody asked if, since now Jennifer has a, so if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know that I have a character that I paid extra for to get into the game super show, uh, Scott prime character mm-hmm. and, uh, Jennifer's character just came out JK brawling and somebody asked if we'd sign cards and of course we'd sign cards. I think it's kind of weird, but not weird because like, <laughs> I mean, why, why wouldn't you get them signed? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll sign cards. It's not, it's not goofy at all. We'll gladly do that. It's just, I don't consider myself a celebrity by any means, No. but I'm finding out, man, like, did I tell you, like, did I talk about this on the podcast? Like my character was part of one, a tag team championship at Gen Con. Oh, nice. They do a thing where you take two characters and you run one deck and like Scott prime and like Merlin Van Berlin are like a great combo. And then, like, I'm in a super show group down in Louisville mm-hmm. from Facebook. You know, I found them. And Scott Prime's their big champion. And they love <laughs> the character. They, like, really love the character. But they play, like, a couple times a week and no, stuff. You put a lot of thought into it. And it and worked so, out great. And they said that Jennifer's character has, like, really a, a ton of potential, too. I mean, they're way better at crafting decks and stuff yeah. than we are. Uh, or I care to be. I, I guess I don't really want to put the effort into it. That's a lot of it. But... When you play a lot of games, it's hard to concentrate on just one. Mm-hmm. So, And yet we do a podcast on one. Well, we do, but this is the... I mean, we both can't wait to start reading our Spike 3 magazine. <laughs> no. I mean... I, I went through most of it already. See. I read the Pete Nifton comic. Oh, did you? That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we just get off here? No, I think I'm good. So see us at Chaos Cup. Yeah. If Siggy uh, Lamar, if you hear this in time, tell your cousins to bring me some of those delicious... Yummy gummy bears. I'll pay him extra. I love those. Steve doesn't. I do. Not at all. I want 17 bags. I will take 17 bags of Haribo gummy bears. Oh, God, they're terrible. Dude. Anyways. Whatever. Uh, we can't wait to see everybody at Chaos Cup. If we don't see you at Chaos Cup, we'll see you at some other tournaments. Just looking excited for a little break weekend and yeah. just to get away. And I hope I'm 4 0 so I don't drink Saturday night. <laughs> That'd be yeah. awesome. I don't know what I'd do if I was 4-0. I'd freak out. Dude, that one year that I went as 3-0. Oh, yeah. I was just like, every move felt critical and shaky, and it hurts. I can imagine. That first time. So. Yeah, I will never know that feeling. <laughs> I probably won't either again. So thanks for listening, everybody. And we will be back with a Chaos Cup edition. And then I promise you we're going to talk about the World's Edge Super League, which is an all-dwarf league from the old fluff. In addition to all the new stuff that came out, like an in-depth review of the Spike magazine yeah. and whatever else. So just stay tuned. A lot of good things coming from both down. Blitzball. You can follow both down on Twitter at both down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. And Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. 
Hi, and welcome to Watch It Played. My name is Rodney Smith, and in this video, we're going to learn the two-player game Blitz Bowl, designed by James M. Hewitt and published by Games Workshop, who helped sponsor this video. You may already be familiar with the classic fantasy sports game Blood Bowl, and while this also has teams clashing on the field to score touchdowns and wow the crowd, it offers some unique twists to the original experience. So join me at the table, and let's learn how to play.